0: Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster.
1: And I'm Siobhan Morin mcfarlane
0: It's Friday the 3rd of February. In your squiz today, Aussie health reforms on the table, a crime ring is busted, Russia intensifies its offensive and Queen Bee runs the world. This is your squiz today. Managing our health system is top of the agenda at the first National Cabinet meeting for 2023, Siobhan. Polly's are meeting today and they'll be discussing issues like prescription powers for pharmacists, Medicare rebates and hospital funding.
1: Yeah, so they'll likely be reviewing the Productivity Commission's report that was released yesterday. It found that Aussies are delaying or avoiding healthcare because of the costs. And that's because GPs are increasingly ditching bulk billing, which is when they charge consultations at the same price as the federal government's Medicare rebate, which essentially makes it free for the patient. GPs say they can't afford to do that anymore and are putting up their fees, which is in turn putting more pressure on public hospitals because a lot of people are going to emergency departments for free treatment instead. Now, the Albanese government has already set up the Strengthening Medicare Task Force that happened last July with a whole bunch of medical experts who have been brought in to look at these issues. And they've promised the biggest revamp to Medicare in its history with an extra $750 million in funding. The task force's report and recommendations are also set to be tackled by Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and his state and territory colleagues today.
0: And to Explain all of this a little further. The feds have full responsibility for Medicare, which is the rebates that GPs and others get. And the states and territories run the public hospital system. During COVID, the feds delivered more funding for hospitals. That came via a 50 50 funding model, but it ended on the 1st of January. Yeah, and
1: New South Wales and Victoria are leading the calls to bring that arrangement back. They say the current rate of 55% funding for hospitals that they're shelling out is too much to bear, particularly given that extra pressure on hospitals that we mentioned just now. Now, there are also the professionals to wrangle. Doctors want Medicare rebates to be increased. Pharmacists have put their hands up to do more and that's irritated the doctors. Allied health professionals like physios also want Medicare rebates for seeing patients without a referral, which is also annoying doctors. And nurses say they can do more without supervision, especially in
0: rural areas. So there's just a few issues to iron out, Alice. (laughs) Just a few. And the other thing that will be discussed today is the crime crisis in Alice Springs. Darrell Anderson's report, which we mentioned yesterday has been reviewed by the NT Chief Minister Natasha Files and Albanese. Parts of the report were revealed and include recommendations for urgent legislation for alcohol restrictions and increased financial support for frontline services. Files says she won't discuss the NT government's response until after the report is made public and Albanese says that will happen after cabinet consideration confirming the next steps. Siobhan, the Australian Federal Police, or AFP as they're known, yesterday said it had carried out its largest ever seizure of assets when it raided a Chinese-Australian crime ring in Sydney.
1: Yeah, so the AFP Assistant Commissioner Kirsty Schofield said the group allegedly ran a massive money laundering scheme, operating as an underground bank effectively, by allowing organised crime groups to shift proceeds between accounts and bypass international financial systems. And when I say massive, reports say they've moved an estimated $10 billion offshore. The AFP claims the group used the profits to, quote, live large, including spending on high-end watches that Schofield says cost more than what an individual would earn in a lifetime.
0: And nine people were arrested and $150 million of assets were seized on Wednesday. The AFP says the investigation is still ongoing, so more assets could still be taken. Ukraine's Defence Minister Alexei Reznikov says Russia is planning a new offensive that could begin on the 24th of February. That marks the first anniversary of the Russian invasion. Reznikov says they have intel on Russia's preparation of 500,000 troops.
1: Yeah, it follows on from Russian President Vladimir Putin's push to conscript 300,000 troops back in September. And Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky thinks the offensive might already be underway as Russia's been gaining momentum on the battlefield in parts of eastern Ukraine in recent weeks. The warning also comes after at least three people were killed and dozens were injured in a missile strike on a residential building in Kramatorsk in the Donetsk region.
0: And Zelensky- spoke out after that attack. He says the only way to stop Russian terrorism is to defeat it. He's also reiterated calls for fighter jets from Western allies to bolster his country's air defence. The RBA has been in the news a lot recently, given its decision-making role on interest rate rises. But Siobhan, it might have risked offending our new monarch with its latest decision.
1: Yes, it's been announced that King Charles's portrait will not replace his mother's on the redesigned Aussie $5 note. Instead, the RBA says the note will feature a design that, quote, honours the culture and history of First Australians. Now, we're not going to see this note for several years, but in the meantime, the RBA is consulting with Indigenous Australians on what the design should be, and the Queen's portrait will remain in the meantime. The move has been welcomed by prominent Indigenous Aussies, but not everyone is happy, including Coalition leader Peter Dutton, who called it
0: an attack on
1: our systems, our society and institutions.
0: Yeah, but Treasurer Jim Chalmers was consulted in the RBA's decision. He says the redesigned note will celebrate the heritage of Indigenous Australians. He's also noted that the monarch will continue to be on our coins. A quick message now from our podcast partner, damn copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Music superstar Beyonce has announced her first world tour in nearly seven years, Siobhan. It's off the back of her seventh album, Renaissance, and it comes a week after her very profitable performance in Dubai.
1: Yes, but don't get too excited if you're a Queen Bee fan though, Alice, because in a move that we're all too familiar with down here in the (laughs) Southern Hemisphere, this so-called world tour that's set to kick off in May currently only includes dates in North America and Europe. But there are some unconfirmed buzzes in the Beehive that there's a chance more tour dates, including Down Under, could be announced later this year. So we'll just have to watch and wait.
0: Yeah, but despite our snub, Siobhan, the announcement kicks off a big week for Queen Bee. On Monday morning, she's on track to break the record for the most Grammys won by any artist in history. Friday Lights, Siobhan, what do we like this week?
1: Look, Alice, I don't normally get to do Friday nights (laughs) and without wanting to start a squizzers revolt, I'm going to break with tradition and talk about a TV show instead of a recipe. But the recipe is still in our newsletter, so people can go and check that out. But I want to talk about The English, which is on Amazon Prime. It features Emily Blunt and a First Nations actor called Cheské Spencer. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. I'm absolutely obsessed. It's a Western and it's six episodes, so it's quite easy to binge, which I did very quickly. Um, but it really ports the story of a female and a First Nations person front and centre, which is quite unusual for a Western. You know, it's normally just frankly, men shooting other men. But this is really different. I don't want to give any spoilers, but it's completely haunting. It's absolutely gorgeous with just apparently never-ending sunsets. (laughs) And I was absolutely bawling by the end of it. It's really stayed with me, so I can't recommend it highly enough.
0: Siobhan, you have excellent taste in TV shows, so I trust (laughs) you on this one and I'll definitely have to watch.
1: That's because I don't tell you about my reality TV shows, Alice.
0: And that wraps us up for today, but Claire and Kane are back with Saturday Squiz tomorrow, talking about the week in news.
1: Yeah, I love hearing them back together. It's such a good one for a Saturday morning stroll.
0: Have a great Friday and we'll be back with you again on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.